Welcome to the Worst Week Yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where every week we crash our car into a pole in the parking lot outside of a Bass Pro Shop and decide the best course of action is to take off all our clothes, run inside, and dive face first into the aquarium. I'm your host, Andrew Hillary, and I'm joined once again by my longtime friend, most times co-host, Dee Rose. Deanna, what's up? Wow. You know... That first story felt really similar. The first part of that story felt really similar to uh, how my life goes most weeks. And I just wonder how many like backing my car into a poles I have left before I am naked in the Bass Pro Shops pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only time will tell. Uh, Kennedy, how about you? What how are you? <laughs> how close are your towers to the Bass Pro Shops pool? How close are your planes? Uh, uh, we're, we're at one tower down over here. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, a second bass has just hit the pro shops. Um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, people think that that's like a, 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 a fishing and hunting supply store. It's actually Lance Bass merch. The entire pyramid is full of it. It's just one member of NSYNC. They built a whole pyramid for him. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, that would explain cool. why everything has a homoerotic undertone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what's uh what camouflage does is conceal sexuality. <laughs> Look, you can pr- you can blend in if you have if you have camouflage. I thought on. for That's a second you were gonna try to turn camouflage into an acronym, and I was like, "That's ambitious, buddy." Ooh, yeah, no, my brain, <laughs> my brain does not work like that. But I was ready. Um, yeah, I can probably probably can't smell spell camouflage if I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> uh yeah, whenever Yens were doing the, the acronyms last week, every single time I was like, What do you say? It took me longer than <laughs> it should have to even figure out the recurring bit that you, you were doing over and over again. I was <laughs> that those words don't even really make all that much sense together. What are we talking about? <laughs> But but I, was okay. so, I was having so much fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. I was too. Um, once I belatedly figured out what the fuck we were talking about, folks, we've got news. Just kidding. Nothing happened. Nothing will ever happen again. It's the end of the world. Um, I'm, I, 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 how's, Kennedy, Deanna, how are your New Year's resolutions going? <laughs> I made one today. Oh, what did you resolve? Oh, it, you can't say it out loud or else it won't come true, right? Is that a thing? <laughs> I thought that was your birthday wish. Belated. Maybe they're the same thing. Mm. New year, new birth. <laughs> yeah, I just don't really consider the new year to have started until after my birthday, you know? Did you see that video of that lady that put an egg between her ass cheeks and then clapped her butt and then the egg squirted out into a frying pan? Sexual egg content from Andrew again. Yeah, it's like, very, hey. it's very, it's a new year, same me. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying it was a pretty interesting video, you know, for, for I mean, science. it does sound like an artistic achievement. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it's unique. I'm curious. I, you have this egg thing. <laughs> <laughs> You have this egg thing. Putting that on my Tinder bio. Just kidding. I deleted my Tinder. 
I deleted my Tinder. Yeah, that's right. I'm out here <laughs> giving up. Folks, we've got a lot of news. <laughs> Before we get to any of that, we do have, uh, you know what else we have? We got news, but we also got a motherfucking Patreon. Patreon.com slash Worst Weekend. You can sign up. You can support the show. You can get access to bonus content. Uh, we are, uh, we've got some stuff in the works. We, uh, Deanna and I, we're talking about doing a little bit of a Saltburn bonus episode. Kennedy, did you, did you see Saltburn? Not yet. It, there is, There's much to discuss. There is some scenes in that movie that will stay with me. <laughs> Sweet, I'll watch it. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, so watch. It's worth. It's it's worth the discussion. Oh yeah. I, there oh, are yeah. things I think you'll actually hate about it, but worth the discussion for sure. I think I'm just gonna feel disappointed the whole time that Mia Goth's not in it. <laughs> Honestly, you're the best so part of the movie. mean. Why are you picking on me? Because I'm having a bad weekend. Yeah. Okay. Let your it's friends your lash out. Let your friends lash out every once in a while. <laughs> Anyways, it's your birthday. Lash out. You're good. Anyways, yeah. Patreon. We are doing the ad read. So patreon.com slash worst we get. Uh, you can support the show. Give whatever the fuck you want. If you give $10 a month or more, we say your name. So Personally, I would I don't know about the two of you. I would like to thank Chauncey Anders, Terminally Online Leftist, Zap Ashens Downer, Mega Force Base, Nandy Angelus, Old Hobgoblin, Dragula 206, AJ from Baltimore, The Man in the West, Optimus Crime, Pablo Hummus, Goblin Mode, Andrea Humphrey, you fuck like my dad, Josh Troopin, Brienne, Nick Adams, Parentheses, Alpha Male, Idnex, and CIA Brainbugs. <laughs> Patreon.com slash worst week at I'm getting real good. I'm taking big breaths out here. There's no small breaths in 2024. Okay. Big breaths. Wow. <laughs> Impressive. Is that your resolution? No, my resolution is to do at least 25 um, push-ups every day this year. Nice. Yeah. I Patreon. Almost, I almost forgot pa one day. <laughs> Patreon. People at the religious experience only nearby. <laughs> 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 let's fucking go speaking of let's fucking go um you know this is the first time we're recording this year so uh we did we missed one of the holidays we didn't get to say say anything in person um so unfortunately i just it's a it is belated but uh i do want to say happy january 6th to all to you and all of yours <laughs> And happy birthday, Kennedy. Of course, happy birthday, Kennedy. But let's talk about the real, the real business. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about, let's talk about white people's history day. Yeah. <laughs> Black people get a whole month, white people just get one day. Yeah, January we just 6th. get one day, January 6th. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Um, uh, one of my favorite posters <laughs> on Blue Sky uh, uh, did a post uh, at, calling for uh, folks to suggest uh, uh, books or businesses they could support owned by white colonizer people of paleness or, or WCPOP for sure. So uh, a new poll was released on January 6th that says a full quarter of Americans believe that January 6th was actually uh, instigated by the FBI. So... <laughs> <clears throat> well, that makes sense, because people on both sides could believe that. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like 36% of Republicans, 30% independents, and like 15% of Democrats. That, that is wild. exactly right. That mm-hmm. sounds exactly right. Libertarians definitely think it was the FBI. It's, well, and some leftists too, right? Because that all... Are some some leftists are going to fall in the libertarian or in the independent category? Rather, I mean, um, you know, I get don't, lumped in there with the libertarians, and there's going to be some. You know, there's always some leftists that like anytime anything happens, they're like, "Was the CIA? Was the CIA? Did you see it? CIA?" <laughs> that is a good point. They're like, yeah. they're like dog, a, a a a Shake Shack burned down. I think this one is just. <laughs> I think this one was just. An act of God or maybe arson. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This was an insurance fire, not not the FBI. (laughs) You know, uh, the I in FBI stands for insurance. I don't know what the other two letters stand for, though. I'm bad at acronyms. Um, (laughs) The French baguette (laughs) insurance. I just want to say, though, I do get it to an extent. I do get it to an extent because, you know, the more that you learn about, like, conspiracy stuff, it can make you a little bit just go fucking crazy. Um, (laughs) Because, like, there's so many things that have happened that are completely real and actual and, and like, the the, the Navy spraying bacteria on the people of San Francisco as it experienced in the 60s. You know what I mean? Like... It's it's one of those things because like it's it's definitely not good to think that the government is not capable of doing anything bad. But like it's gotten to a point where like I don't know I was thinking about this the other day that I think like I truly think that America just was not ready for a black president because like shit was never good. Like, shit was always kind of fucked up, but, like, be- it really, since since Obama got elected, you know, things have taken a turn to, like, s- like a full half of the country just completely rejecting reality so much further than I think we've ever done in the past. I, I really, truly, th- like, you know, with the Tea Party, with, like, all these, like, uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, not saying that it never happened before, but, like, it just... No, no, I hear you. I think it could have been anything to an extent. Like, I think, like, it didn't have to be a a, a, a black man as president. It didn't have to be Barack Obama, necessarily. I think it could have been almost anything. I think there was just going to be a tipping point where the people that have always had the most privilege and are very attached to that, we're going to go, and like have a total meltdown. Um, and, and uh, yeah, so they're, you know, they want to reject physical reality and superimpose their own reality and make that physical reality. And that means killing a lot of people and things like that. So, well, you the, know, it's, uh, it's all fun. The reason uh, that I say it specifically that it, that, you know, it had something to do with Obama in that way is that, like, most people, even people that are very racist, still don't want to, like, really own that or, like, admit to themselves or to anybody else that that's what it is. So because, really, Obama getting elected, their biggest issue was there's a black guy in the White House. That was their biggest issue, but they couldn't say that. So right, they had so they to, had to start... break their brains completely. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and people in, you know 
positions of power like the Koch brothers and shit, they saw that and knew that and they took advantage of that, started funding shit more like the Tea Party and all these like fucking insurgent. Like, that was all bullshit. It was all astroturf. There was nothing there. There was no substance. You know, the Tea Party members that made it to Congress didn't fucking try and change anything. Like, they didn't be like, okay, yeah, no, we are going to fundamentally change how, you know, how this country operates. It was all bullshit, but, you know, rich people got lower taxes because they exploited the fact that a bunch of people couldn't just be like, yeah, I'm racist. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. It, anyways, January 6th. <laughs> I mean, this has been something that is that's what been we're talking about. turning around in uh, my head for a while. And know, it just came out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I see it though. I, I get what you're saying, but, but like, uh, it, to put, to put it on America truly wasn't ready for a black president. It's like, how much longer were we going to be caught? Like, how much longer are we going to be coddling white people's feelings about it? Like, Again, I think there was just how many hundreds of point. years is enough for yeah. white people to just not. Yeah, like, I. It, the, it I, was just I, a catalyst that yeah. worked really well. I mean, it, you know, there was always the, the powers that be always were looking for something to exploit like that. It would have been the same thing if if uh, if Hillary would have won. It would have, you know, the female president. It again, it, it's not. That I don't even think she had to win to have some of that same effect. I mean, listen, I don't like Hillary Clinton, but I don't like her for like reasons that I can articulate. Mm-hmm. That like have to do with like series of policy decisions that she made, particularly regarding like the Middle East and things like that. Yeah, um, she is a you know war hawk, and like there's a record that shows that. But a lot of people's opposition to her was not anything real. So I mean, I think she was just as much a part of it in some ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because uh- because just think about how many people had a total meltdown over. What if we have to vote for a woman? Ah, I guess lost their shit. And then as soon as they put old Papa, old Peepa, Joe Biden up on the chair, they're like, hey, it's an old white guy again. They were like, oh, okay, you have my vote back. I guess what I will say is that like, you know, saying America wasn't ready for a black president, that's a pretty inflammatory statement. I understand that. Um, I guess what a better way to put it was that um, electing a black president destroyed this country. <laughs> like, <laughs> like not, not because there was a black president, but because people used it to like that Barack Obama getting elected is why Donald Trump got elected. Like for sure. Uh, you know, because again, people had that, that discomfort, that distaste because just simply because he's a black guy, but they couldn't admit that. So they had to put it somewhere else and fucking it's, it, it, you know, all this alternative media that sprouted up or not sprouted up, but like gained so much strength. And like, I don't know, it's we are fucked. And honestly, do not think we're coming back from it. But, you know, we do need to move on. So can we talk about our next? Or do you do either of you have anything more to add or can I say one thing about January 6th? What's that? There oh, was no, a I debate. never forgot. There <laughs> was a debate between. These. <laughs> This exemplifies, I wanted to make a larger point about how (laughs) there's like these bigots in this country and then there's like these centrists and then there's actually not that many people fighting for progressive values, but a lot of that has to do with how the working class is suppressed and can't really do anything. Um, But 
uh, I think really the best illustration I can make of that point, that exact ramble, is is in this debate that happened uh, yesterday, um, which I did not view, and I'm not going to. Um, but uh, but I just think its existence speaks to the illness of our political uh, culture in America. For those um, who are aware, can you can you fill in who was on either side of yeah, the debate? Yeah, I'm about to. <laughs> on one side of the debate, on the quote unquote blue side of the debate, I don't really know what the criteria was. We had the Krasenstein brothers. Both of them. <laughs> both of them. And Destiny. <laughs> the, the streamer guy that's a landlord. Um, uh, on the other side of the debate, the red quote unquote side. Gonna be honest, some heavier hitters on this side. <laughs> uh, uh, we had Glenn Greenwald. Who mm-hmm. I guess is now finally just admitting he's a fascist, which took took him only twenty years to just admit what he's been. His politics have been clearly been the whole time. Uh, uh, Alex Jones and one other guy that I I don't. <laughs> yeah, who's the third guy? There was like one more guy. There's too many that guys. I never, I had never heard of on the. That's- on- on the Republican so, side. The, one of the last things on earth I want to do is listen to six guys argue about anything. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. Here's the thing. <clears throat> I know, um, like, I would say I don't know what there is to debate about January 6th, but with Alex Jones being there, never mind. <laughs> no, because here's the thing. There really isn't. I, I had a discussion with some folks about this, actually. Because it is like, yeah, what is there to discuss on some levels? And it's like the only reason to even have this debate is because of babying white people's feelings. Yeah, because half the country rejects reality because it isn't what they like and they don't want to admit that. Nobody well, else- we should be clear. It's not half the country. It is an increasingly small percentage that has rigged the system. <laughs> fair, fair. But, I mean, they're exploiting – they exploit some they- – Okay, so it's the same with COVID, is that there's a percentage of the country, it's, maybe it's not half, but it's significant, it's a pretty big chunk, that just didn't like the reality, so they were like, no, this is wrong, I don't care what you say, I'm just going to disagree with you. Like, there was this fucking uh, conversation that Bill Maher had uh, Seth MacFarlane on, the family guy dude, and they were talking about the vaccine, and Bill Maher's like, it, first of all, the they're like getting like <laughs> fucked up. So Bill Maher's like high and drunk. He dude sucks so fucking bad. But he's like saying something about like uh like myocarditis or something. And Seth McFarlane's like, well, what do you say about the fact that like people who have had COVID with that aren't vaccinated are getting more of these kind of heart related diseases? And he was just like, yeah, I don't think that's real. <laughs> like he just completely, he just he gave up the game because he was a little fucked up that. The reality is it has nothing to do with the science or what actually makes sense. It's just you reject reality and you figure the rest out from that point. Go fuck yourselves. Let's move on. We have a very important story to discuss. And that is, of course, the New Year's Day Miami Mall aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. What? 
So this is a conspiracy theory that I don't, it's, it either has completely taken over or has already flamed out. I don't know. I saw a lot of stuff about it like three days ago and I don't think I've heard anything since, but so, uh, on new year's day, there was, uh, apparently allegedly a big fight broke out at the mall. A couple teenagers were like fighting. And so the police response was huge. There was like aerial shots. There was like probably 50 cop cars outside of this mall. Now, it was New Year's Day, so not a lot going on. Uh, this was a mall that, you know, I don't know the whole story. Very well could have very well could have been a report that was like, uh, hey, there's some black teenagers fighting at the mall, and every cop within 20 miles was like, hell yeah, it's New Year's Day. Let's get the let's be the first statistic for this year. Some fucking disgusting shit. Um, but Again, because because nobody can accept reality, the fact that there were that many cop cars started to lead people to say, oh, I think there was an alien at the mall. <laughs> and it, apparently there was like a, a video of something uh, of a person walking in front of uh in front of the lights of a car so that their shadow was cast behind them. And it was like, taller than a normal human would be and somebody zoomed in on just the shadow like <laughs> cut the person out of it as it walked across the frame Stop. and they were like Stop. 16 foot tall shadow aliens in take over florida mall no further images have been released all these people were like why is there no images or footage from inside the mall huh huh and like there is <laughs> like they're just saying why isn't there but there is <laughs> Uh, I like this though. This is <laughs> How fun. is this a story? But also, thank you. Like this is so the many story of the year so far. What are you talking about? Oh <laughs> so Year's many Day people. <laughs> so many people are uh, rejecting reality uh, for the purposes of evil, and these people just seems like they just want to have a little fun. Just want to have some fun with with aliens they were like i don't care that that's not what happened yeah yeah so you know if we're just making shit up let's make up something good it's an election year i'm glad it started off with mall aliens <laughs> hell yeah um, mall aliens voting for ron DeSantis. <laughs> Bring back loitering at the mall, aliens. Aliens can actually not be ticketed for loitering because I don't I don't know how laws work. Never mind. Let's move on. Um, so uh, I want to talk about who I believe is having the worst year yet, uh, and that is the country of Japan. Uh, Japan oh. Japan started off the year uh, with a pretty catas- a calamitous series of events. So on New Year's. <gasps> New Year's Day, they had a pretty bad earthquake where there was like, I think at this point, there's been like 100 people have uh, been confirmed killed. And uh, this earthquake was so gnarly that apparently it moved the coast of like it it moved part of the coast like 80 feet down from where it was before i saw a picture of this on a map and i'm like how does that how does this work did they just move the camera i don't know i don't know i gave me chills (laughs) i'm confused i am confused too i can't begin to explain it so i'm not gonna bother um but you know yeah uh so this you know there was 
a big rescue effort going on. And one of the, um, this happened in like uh, pretty far away from like Tokyo or whatever. So, uh, a coast guard plane in Tokyo got loaded up with supplies to like go fly up and help with the rescue efforts. And as they were getting ready to leave, the airport uh they crashed into a commercial jet and the re- the coast guard plane exploded and killed all but one of the people on board uh so this is just like i don't know japan maybe you want to sit 20 the rest of 2024 out shit is not going well for you guys uh what yeah that's wh- fucked up i know right jesus um yeah so worst year yet it's early, but Japan, you might have you might have the worsty award in the bag already. We mental note: let's do a worsty awards at the end of this year. You know, Japan. Somebody remind me fifty weeks from now. <laughs> you could start acting right. You could start acting right and make a comeback. Yeah, you need to do like a cleanse ritual or something. Burn some sage. Uh, to, maybe wear shoes inside the house for one day just to see what happens. You know, you've been doing like a hard, hard reset, like a hard reset, like wear the shoes in and then clean the whole house real good. Hard reset. Yeah. Yeah. Eat an egg out of somebody's butt. Let's move on. Ooh, um, <laughs> you've got to see this video. It's incredible. Uh, I, <laughs> you know what? I'm glad you're just being you're just openly. Ovosexual. <laughs> Is that a term? I don't know. Like I just said it. I don't know. I just put the ovo. I just put egg on sexual and called and called Andrew that. Um, I prefer the term shell shook, but let's move on. Hey, speaking of airplane whoopsies, this week an Alaska Airlines flight um had a piece of the plane fall off in the middle of the sky. Like a side panel, like a fucking chunk of the the side of the plane just popped off while they were like in the air. <laughs> and there are videos of this and like you can just see out the <laughs> like, you know, maybe like uh, like one of the sections of like where the window is. It's like what? Eight or six foot square or something just popped off. And so the people on the plane were just like, yep, we're 30,000 feet in the air right now in a convertible. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is so fucked up. <laughs> Luckily, the two people that were in sitting in that row uh, missed their flight or something. Like they were late for their flight, and uh, so like this, you know, sometimes being late means that you don't fall out of a plane. Oh, but now they're gonna get Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll keep uh we'll keep eyes on this to see if one of them uh gets accidentally locked inside of a tanning bed or something. Yeah. Can or we do gets, a bonus episode about by a shower somehow? We can do a bonus episode about Final Destination. Um they- Yeah. I actually I would, I would really enjoy that, especially if we just cover at least in some way how the series just completely goes to shit after a while i don't think i've seen all of them like a demo reel of cool gore special effects with basically no story (laughs) all right maybe let's do a final destination february this is a production meeting now sorry listeners um we can do final destination february patrons you're welcome yeah head on (laughs) over to patreon 
youtube.com slash worst week yet. Um, yeah. And also if you're on an airplane, try to, whenever you're getting on the airplane, ask the, uh, stewardess, be like, Hey, um, do you make sure that the plane is like all together, you know, double check that it's not like half, it's not like, could you just smear a coating of Elmer's glue on the outside? Yeah. Just one really long piece of duct tape down the whole of the plane. That's all you need. Yeah, rubber cement, mm. paper mache, paper mache. Ooh, paper mache. There it is. Yep, that's the Hodge one. Podge. So, uh, as I mentioned, I believe at the beginning of the episode, uh, we're all gonna die. So this week, it was announced that uh, for the second year in a row, the Alaska snow crab season has been canceled because there are no crabs. You remember we talked about this last year? There's- What's the no in snow crabs? There's there's snow crabs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy, uh, that's a long sound effect. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, they they were like, hey, uh, nobody's allowed. We we ran out of crabs. We can't find the crabs now. I remember we talked about this story probably a year ago. I seem to remember at some point, like in the summer, they figured out what happened to all the crabs or something, but I can't remember that part of the story. And maybe, maybe that didn't happen, but, um, yeah, you know, good thing about, uh, the collapse of different ecosystems is that they're happening in real time and we can see them. And I'm sure that that will inspire us to, to act right you know this this reminds me i read this article that it's like it's one of those like technically correct things that made me want to just punch punch nerds in the face for a few hours straight (laughs) um uh was i saw this article that was like uh first marine species extinction linked to human activity confirmed and i was like first Go fuck yourself. Go fucking fuck yourself with your technically correct bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, well, this is the first time we've actually really made sure it was us with all the rights. Fuck off. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. That means we knew it was happening and could have stopped it. And instead of stopping it, just track the progress till it's (laughs) ultimate demise. That's sick. Yeah. That's sadistic. (laughs) Just keeping receipts over here as the world ends. Sick, dude. We got this. We got this. Putting stickers of the fish that no longer exist on the side of my car. Like, <laughs> yeah, I did that with this thing right here. <laughs> Do you think the Jesus fish are close to extinction? <laughs> That's the war on Christmas. We have to fish for the Jesus fish. Wait, here's the thing is that as long as there's at least one crab left, one crab, that's all you need. Jesus could go up there and turn that one crab into enough crab to feed everybody. So, like, honestly, Jesus has let us down. It's it's mostly Jesus's fault if anything goes extinct because he just doesn't feel like doing doing his thing anymore, you know? Wow. I mean, the other thing that sucks about this really is that, like, the only reason anybody gives a fuck about this is because one, Alaskan snow crabs make people a lot of money, and two, because people want to eat them. Like the only reason people are upset that this is not ha- happening is that they're like, oh no, 
I don't get to eat my little butter steamed treat. Like, otherwise, they wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, it. here's you're definitely right. Uh, but the alternative is that, you know, at least I think that there's a, these kind of extinctions are happening to a lot of species and nobody even really talks about them. So at least we're talking about this one. Uh, at least we're yeah. putting up the stickers of the dead crabs. I, I just wish it was because people cared about things that were going extinct. Crabs are basically uh, bugs just... of the ocean. Fuck them. <laughs> Wow, harsh take. Another controversial take from Andrew Hillary today. Look, it's a new year. I'm not holding anything back. Let's make a bumper sticker. <laughs> okay. That has, that, that has something to do with killing the crabs with your emissions. Let's do it. <laughs> That'll be a good one. That'll be our next sticker after the Christmas sticker. This is not a car. It's a crab killing machine. <laughs> Or I was thinking, what about a bumper sticker where it's like, it's half blank, and there's crab a crab on the other side, and then every certain number of thousands of miles, you put a, another dash. <laughs> <laughs> crab counter. It's like I killed, I, uh, I, I've killed 17 crabs this year with my car. I didn't drive anywhere yesterday, and you know, while that... You know, on its face doesn't really mean anything. What it, actually, if you look a little deeper, what that does mean is I saved the lives of like three crabs. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> hey, I've got an exciting story that uh, that I want to share with the two of you. Now, crypto scams. We love to see, at least I love to see them. Crypto scams is one of my favorite things to talk about. It's one of my favorite things to learn about, to see uh, happen. And, you know, in the last few years, there's been a plethora there. I have been, I've been able to eat to my heart's desire. I've been full of joy um, in the world of crypto scams. So I want to share with you two of you a new one that I just learned about. Ooh, um, dude, crypto scam <laughs> just dropped. Well, they like they released uh, like the report on an investigation. This is something that has been going on for a while. So, uh, the name of this company is called Hyperverse. Now, uh, this was an Australian crypto fund um, that apparently collapsed. Now, upon its collapse, Australian regulators started looking into their CEO, Reese Lewis. <clears throat> Hyperverse. Uh, it came out in 2021. And it had, like, a bunch of, like, celebrity endorsements, a bunch of people like, oh, this is the way of the future. This is, like, an uh, <clears throat> a blockchain, you know, metaverse-based, like, free crypto exchange kind of a deal. All these words that fucking don't really mean shit. Uh, yeah, and, the phaser coils and the hypermatter manipulators. Exactly, I got it. Exactly. Um, so, I'm giving her all I can, Captain. When they started, when the regulators started looking into this, because the the company collapsed. Well, first they told everybody that had signed up for their platform and put millions of dollars in it. Uh, when they tried to take the money out and couldn't, they told everybody, "Oh, you need to go sign up for this other platform called like Hype Fund or something." And there's like a guy in an anonymous mask called Mister H, and he's making the videos now. Uh, when they started looking into Reese Lewis, though, the CEO of Hyperverse, they found out that. Um, all of the references of like places he used to work, they called up those companies and none of them had ever heard of this guy. 
They also found um, at the launch of Hyperverse, there was like endorsement videos from like celebrities and business insiders like Chuck Norris and Steve Wozniak and a couple others. Uh, <laughs> they found that these were likely just videos purchased on Cameo. <laughs> and then they figured out wow. that Reese, Mo- uh, Reese Lewis wasn't even a real person. <laughs> what? Oh. There's no record of him anywhere. (laughs) So some fucking crypto guys just paid for a couple cameos of celebrities and then made up a guy and stole like a billion (laughs) dollars. Amazing. Here's the thing. I do not like these people that do these crypto scams, but I think every single person that has been scammed relating to crypto kind of deserves it. <laughs> this is insane. This is insane. Like everybody's like the, 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 the logic of like, Oh no, this new blockchain metaverse, this is where this is a good thing. I'm going to, cause everybody's trying to do a get rich quick scheme. That's here's the thing. Is that a lot like that? I don't know. I don't feel bad for people that lose a million dollars because they <laughs> believed some guy named Reese Lewis existed. Like, look, <laughs> in, look into any of this. What the fuck is... Why are you giving money to this shit? <laughs> right. Here's the thing. Is it like... If you want to invest in something, research it. Especially if you're investing more than like... Ten dollars, let's say. <laughs> I uh, I'll give you twenty five if you're rich. I was listening to honestly. If you're rich, I'll give you a hundred bucks. You could you could give a hundred bucks to anything, and it doesn't matter. But yeah. if you're giving twenty five thousand dollars to somebody, maybe you should check check into it one time. Yeah, I don't know. Google anything. I there is like you know because people have been getting scammed with like stock market shit and whatever for for the entirety of you know since that shit's existed and like uh, there is just like an added layer that whenever people get scammed with crypto or NFTs where like I feel less bad for them than I do with like you know other I don't know I don't know why that is that might just be a me thing and like I will I I do I will own up to an L. Um, I predicted on it the uh, 2023 worst year yet episode. I predicted that Bitcoin would uh, bottom out or collapse or something, and it has actually kind of remained uh, at about an even like around thirty thousand ish dollars for the last few months. Um, and I don't know where it's going to go from here, but like my whole thing is that like <clears throat> people explain crypto as if it is you know, to do these interesting things with, but like, it's really, it is absolutely just nothing but a commodity. Nobody's using crypto for anything decent. Like people do drug shit with it or like illegal transactions, but like all these, like the selling point of crypto was that it's supposed to be like this alternative way to like handle money. And it's really just, this is just some shit for people to invest in. And it is nothing else. It's crazy. I don't know. Fuck fuck this shit. Um Reese Lewis, come on the pod. Um, come on the pod. My mom believes uh that in 2024, here's a prediction. <laughs> <laughs> My mom believes that in 2024 there will be a cyber attack that takes out the internet and cell phones for at least a month 
and that the goal will be, this is the part that I really find confusing, to force us all to use cryptocurrency. I don't really <laughs> understand how that part connects. Hey, but, um, uh, uh, your phone's gone. Now you can only use money that lives on your phone. What? <laughs> uh, if anyone knows the origin of that conspiracy theory, write in because my mom won't tell me where she gets her news anymore. Here's the thing. I have for sure heard Alex Jones say similar things, but that I don't know if that's her, her source or not because Alex Jones just literally makes like 50 predictions every single day on his episode. That's my favorite thing is that like people will be like, Alex Jones was right. And it's like, he says so many things that it's like a million monkeys on a million typewriters kind of a deal. Like, yeah, something that he said might come true, but like you're ignoring the hundred things that he also predicted on that day's episode. Um, is your mom an info warrior? No, my mom's more of like a Jimmy dork type. There's a lot of crossover these days though. Kennedy. Wow. There's a lot of crossover these days. I know, but she's the type that only likes the disinformation once it's been packaged in a a, a more tasteful manner. Mm, mm. Well, hey, speaking of uh, tasteful disinformation, um, <laughs> that's actually not at all a good transition, but I do want to talk about uh, COVID-19. Apparently, it's making a bit of a comeback. You know, it's an election year. We've been, you know, we've been dealing with COVID for the last four years, but like, it, you know, it's an election year. So naturally the virus knows that and it wants to make it everybody's problem. Um, COVID appears to be fucking surging across the United States. Now I say appears because Joe Biden doesn't want us to actually know what the cases are. This is an active choice that Joe Biden made as president is to suppress real-time information of what is happening with COVID. So there is very little to fucking go on other than, like, people are able to check wastewater and see how much COVID is present in people's piss and shit. That's the best we've got. Thank you, Joe Biden. <laughs> um, so it is surging to its highest levels since the winter of 2021, according to those, like, that wastewater. Uh, analysis. Uh, but no one really knows what's going on. Uh, there's a new variant. It's called JN.1. January 6th.1, I guess. I don't know. Um, and somebody, uh, you know, because there's like murmurs of this and just anecdotally, everybody has fucking COVID right now. <laughs> like I can't apply that to anything national. But uh, this new variant gets people sick that have not had COVID before. <clears throat> yep. And, um, yeah, I know so many people are like, oh, I thought I was immune or like, oh, finally got me. Um, and, again, that's anecdotal. Like, I can't actually apply that to anything. But it does correlate with that <clears throat> reports of wastewater COVID levels being higher. So some hospitals are starting to see like, oh no, we're like, and eh, we're getting full up here a little bit. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And so they've, uh, individual hospitals have started reinstituting mask mandates and stuff. And somebody brought this up uh, to White House press, press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre or whatever. And uh, her response was pretty incredible. They were like, hey, what do you think about, you know, these hospitals doing mask mandates? And she was like, 
oh, well, you know, we've always said that COVID is like something that should be handled at like, a, you know, like a, a local level or like, you know, regional level or whatever. Basically, like if it has to do with masks, that's that's none of our business. <laughs> the, the line of the White House is now that's a you problem, bro. <laughs> Sick dog. Love that for us. Oh, we live in fucking hell. We live in fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not great. Once again, not great behavior. No. Not ideal. No. Um, I will agree. I know I know a lot of people that have COVID right now. I also know a lot of people who like got sick in a way that they don't usually get sick. Sick, but it wasn't COVID. <laughs> Supposedly, allegedly, yeah, elusively. Here's the thing: is illicitly. That, yeah. Um. If you don't test, then you don't have COVID. Or you know, you can test, but if you don't tell anybody, <laughs> you just be like, "No, I had like a really weird cold." <laughs> yeah. If like, you I, test, but you invite your family to hang out in the yard. Well, that sounds something. Yeah, I got COVID by just going to hang out at the old folks' home. Yeah. And uh, that's how I figure out if I've got it is I just then I check back a week later and see if anyone passed away. That's that's the new conservative method of of COVID testing approved by No, it's incredible. I was just there and I I I must have just missed the COVID. Well, you know, maybe it'll come back for you. Circle around, you know? Um, yeah, so it, it is good to see that after four years, we uh, have gotten <laughs> gotten to the point where somebody asked the president's press secretary, hey, what are we going to do? And she's like, no, 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 no. What are you going to do? <laughs> Speaking of 19, I'm on COVID-19%. Okay, well, we'll move on then. Uh, hey, this week, bombshell, the Epstein files were released. And uh, I don't know, there wasn't, wasn't anything like super impactful in them. Like there was like, oh yeah, Bill Clinton and Donald Trump are weird perverts, but like there's nothing in there that's like explicitly says anything that they like fucked a teenager or whatever. Uh, there was stuff about... Um, Alan Dershowitz apparently, but this is like, there wasn't, there wasn't any like, Oh, this is the thing. This is the smoking gun. And like, I don't know if those do exist or like if we'll ever see them, you know, uh, allegedly Jeffrey Epstein just made a bunch of tapes of all the people that he had, like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Well, like uh, that there's, it's always been rumored that like, that's how Epstein became wealthy is that he would just like, get young girls to fuck rich people and then secretly videotape it and blackmail them for the rest of their lives. Like, which is one of the, like, I don't know. I haven't looked into it a ton or, uh, I mean, I haven't, uh, it's been a while since I like heard anything about it. So I'm like, it's kind of foggy, but like, I I, I seem to remember saying like, how he got rich is very mysterious. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's, I Uh, seem to remember that. Um, so who knows, like, but he went from just being like a high school math teacher to like being really rich in a couple of years without a lot of explanation. Oh, he was a teacher that I don't like eighty or all. otherwise, but I didn't know yeah, that that's actually yeah, how he became. Hmm. Um, I don't like 
detail, but that there it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, here's another fun story. So, do you remember a couple of weeks ago, whenever we talked about how um, the uh, the presidents of a few universities were forced to resign because of like their testimony to Congress talking about uh, Israel Palestine and like you know what constitutes hate speech on their campus or blah 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 whatever. Um, yeah. So the the of the three uh, presidents of universities, I think it was Yale, UPenn, and Harvard. I think. Um, Two of those uh, presidents resigned right after those hearings in front of Congress, and the president of Harvard, uh, Claudine Gay, she did not resign, even though there were major calls for it. She did not resign. Um, and, you know, whatever. I don't really care. What the fuck do I care about the president of a prestigious university? Uh, but something happened. After she refused to resign, uh, do you guys know who Chris Rufo is? No. He's some shitbag, like right, uh, far right leaning, um, like he he he's like a guy that uh, likes to. I've heard the name. He's like a shit stirrer, and he's just like a I don't know if you would call him like a strategist or like a tactical political activist or something, but he's like a right wing dude that he has in the past. Um, you know, found some kind of thing to either exploit or, you know, manipulate to uh, achieve his goals. And, you know, he's been involved with like a lot of the like anti-trans stuff and, you know, shit like that. He's, he's, he's a real fucking piece of shit guy. Uh, so Chris Rufo, um, he, after Claudine Gay refused to resign, he started posting and saying, here's what we're going to do. We are going to find some kind of technicality that we can get her on. The one thing that they chose was plagiarism. Now, Claudine Gate, from what I understand, was never actually like full on plagiarizing anything, but she was like using quotes maybe incorrectly or something, or like maybe not notate. Like she wasn't like copy and pasting stuff. She was like doing some kind of notation thing slightly incorrectly or something like that. I don't know. Maybe she was, I don't fucking care if she's plagiarized. I don't give a fuck. Um, but because they couldn't get her for her views on Gaza, they started accusing her of plagiarism. And because the media, though it's got like a bit of a liberal bent is like more concerned with centrism than anything. They were like, Oh, well this is unacceptable. And they started running with it, like the New York Times and Washington Post. Then they started posting all these stories about her uh, doing this plagiarism. And they were like, oh, well, this is unacceptable. She needs to resign. And it's like the thing is, is that regardless of how bad this plagiarism shit is, this is not only obvious that this is being motivated because of her her testimony about Israel-Palestine, but it it's not even like you have to guess or infer that the person responsible was saying that he was doing it and it worked. Claudine Gay resigned as the president of Harvard this week. Like they, he called a shot and people just let him do it. And there's, I don't understand why, how, how do people do this? How are we so fucking stupid? It's crazy. The manifesting girlies. He is just speaking it into existence. <laughs> he got into a couple group chats. 
Like there's, it is, I don't, it is, it's, it's so fucking wild. I don't know. This, it, it's, it's a big bummer. I don't like it. I don't like it. Dang, he got into the Gemini girlies manifesting group <laughs> chat with Trump and President Xi. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, what's his sign? What's his name? Chris Rufo? Christopher Rufo. Um, also, fuck him forever. He was uh, the person that um, started the harassment campaign against uh, Tanya from the Trillbillies, former guest of the show. Um, yeah, he found out that she was doing some like lgbtq youth program and just started accusing her of being a groomer and like harassed her off of the internet entirely because people were like showing up at her house and like doing death threats and all this shit uh he's a real fucking scumbag piece of shit and uh because of how concerned our liberal institutions are with fairness they they let him get away with it they let him win and uh yeah yeah one side's so concerned about playing by the rules that whenever the other side doesn't, they're like, well, we can't do that. We have to, you know, like, it's so fucked up. Not well, here's the thing. It's not even like that they're like, oh, we can't sink to their level. Sometimes that is the right answer. But they're also like, we also can't punish them for doing it. Yep, yep, yep. Like, that's the part that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Or won't. Um, uh, you know, uh, Trump's just, like, getting away with, everything basically you know what i mean like all these people are just getting away with everything and it's like well and it's like you know every time you even try to hold them slightly accountable then they're like oh you're gonna make trump a martyr (laughs) and shit like that and it's like we haven't even done anything to him yeah and guess what he's a martyr anyways but like (laughs) he's the worst kind of martyr in that he's not dead um (laughs) God, let's move on. All right. Uh, let's, let's liven things up a bit. Our main story of the week is let's check in on what's happening with Israel-Palestine. Great. That'll lighten the mood. This week, Israel announced that they are entering a new phase of the war on Gaza. Um, uh, they, they announced that they are going to pull back some of their troops and tanks from the north of Gaza um, and wind down a bit of the fighting in the north. Uh, now... I know what you might be thinking. Uh, hey, wait a minute. Haven't they destroyed almost every building and kill, like, killed or displaced almost every person in the north? Yes. So by them being like, we're going to move some of our troops out of the north, <laughs> they're, pre- they're presenting it as if they're like uh, drawing down. <laughs> They've just already killed or ki- moved everybody out and broke and destroyed everything. Like, this is their they're new... Fa- they this just moved to the south. Like... <laughs> So this is an up. advance, not a retreat. Yeah, yeah. Um, later this week, Israel, uh, you know, they're dropping bombs and killing hundreds of, if not thousands of people every day, every week. Uh, there was one um, where they dropped a bomb on a home in the safe zone. It, one of the, you know, few safe zones. The ones where they told Palestinians, hey, we are fighting Hamas. We don't want to kill you. So you go to these safe places. And then they dropped a bomb on one of the houses in the safe place that uh, had 10 children inside of it. And they all died. So, hey, new phase. Who this? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's really fucking horrifying stuff. Um, now, Biden. Wait, wait. Sorry? 
I said it's a nightmare. Oh, it truly yeah. is. Uh, so Biden this week, there's been like a bit of you know, dissent growing within the Biden administration, or at least, you know, <laughs> it, from the, from the top alleged dissent. Uh, you know, there's been people resigning, uh, one of the higher up people in Biden's, uh, education department actually resigned this week and was like, I cannot work with an administration that is doing this shit. Uh, so a shout out to him. I should have wrote your name down, but, um, but yeah, you know, Biden and some of his press secretaries, uh, like defense people, uh, they've been like kind of like very softly pushing back on some of Israel's stated goals. They were saying things like, Hey, like, you know, we support Israel, but like, they've got to be better about not killing civilians. And also like they, we can't, we're not going to let them like do like an ethnic cleansing. They're not going to just displace all the people that live in Gaza. Like that's, that's not what, that's not what Israel should do. Um, Israel was responded by saying, I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, but they basically said, um, fuck that shit. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want and you can't stop us. Uh, cool. Biden responded by bypassing Congress twice over the last two weeks to move weapons to Israel. Now, here's a here's something I don't understand. This always gets talked about as they that we sold weapons to Israel. That's a confusing way to phrase it because, like, even if it's like technically true that we sold them the weapons, like, didn't we also give them the money to buy them? Like, what the fuck is this? How does this? You know what? You're getting dangerously close to math. You're trying to do math and it's freaking you out. If somebody buys something with money from you with money that you gave them, are you, you're just giving them that stuff and, and I don't. That's uh, algebra, bro. That's algebra. (laughs) There is a variable and I don't like it. It's algebra. So. Uh, you know, over the last couple of weeks since we last recorded, there's been a few things where this, this, uh, you know, Israel-Gaza conflict appears to be maybe spilling out into a potentially more regional affair. Uh, so we talked a while ago about um, the Houthis in Yemen that are uh, attacking ships in the Red Sea. I think it's the Red Sea. I don't know. They're they're attacking ships that are passing by. Um, to basically be like, hey, like we can't do anything against Israel in Israel, but we can fuck them up financially by like uh, fucking with the boats that come through here to the point that like multiple of the largest shipping companies in the world, including uh, Maersk, I think is how you say it. it's like a Danish or yep. Dutch uh-huh. company. Uh, it is literally the largest shipping company in the world. They announced like we can't keep going this route like whatever we we're going to back off we're going to go around africa instead of through the red sea um so the houthis like despite being you know vastly outnumbered and outgunned they are actually uh doing something to punch back at israel and um you know fucking sick dude so the united states <laughs> the united states is like uh we're going to war with the houthis we're not calling it a war <laughs> But we're doing a war. <laughs> Let's go. So they, they like sent over like fighter pilots or fighter jets to like blow up these like little fucking uh, like motor boats that the Houthis use. It's like fucking insane. Uh, 
you know, your tax dollars hard at work. Uh, but this is, again, like this has been spilling out in a number of places. We've seen um, Israel killed a Hamas leader in Beirut in Lebanon. They like fucking drone striked this, drone striked this dude like on a chair in an apartment in Beirut that didn't damage the two buildings next on either side of the building he was in, even though they shared a wall. Like the precision, precision with which they were able to carry out this attack while there are 20, maybe 30,000 dead civilians in Gaza, uh, astounding, astounding. Not only that, um, Iraq is trying, is getting into the fold. Iraq launched missiles into Haifa in Israel this week. Whoa, dude. Didn't know they were going to do that. Uh, the U S then drone strikes, U S then drone strike, uh, and killed an Iraqi military leader in Baghdad, uh, which, hey, remember Iraq, the war we supposedly ended? We, we're still killing people there. Sick, dude. Uh, and then there were bombings. Thought we, bombed, thought we left. There no. were also bombings in Iran. <laughs> and apparently, Great. apparently ISIS did them, which, like, ISIS, what the fuck are you doing here still? <laughs> Man, ISIS. <laughs> Always be in the wild card over here. Here's the thing: is that be the X factor? Israel is. They're not necessarily losing their war against Gaza, but like they are certainly not winning anything. And so, like, they are prodding their neighbors and trying to like instigate maybe a larger regional conflict. It it is an election year, but could it also be? the year of world war three who knows i know one thing and that's i kind of think that it is if we are going to be dragged into a uh complicated and multipolar battle for you know a war to end all wars in the middle east <laughs> there is nobody who i would rather have at the helm than fucking joe biden <laughs> perfect a creep and a cop. I couldn't think of a better man for the job. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. The perfect guy, really. Yeah. Best. Catholic. Yeah. You know. No history there. No, no. You know, it's here's the thing. <laughs> we we need a new crusade. We're doing crusades. Why are we still doing the no, crusades? I just, like no history there. You're undermining <laughs> my bit. <laughs> Hey, you know, it's all well that ends well. Uh, I have a very good news for us to close out on. <laughs> Is it about Elon Musk? No, I did not see any Elon Musk news. This what? Week. You're trying to drop the biggest story of the week? What happened with Elon Musk? We have a new headline story for this week. What happened with Elon Musk? Wall Street Journal published an article. Uh, Elon Musk has used illegal drugs, worrying leaders at Tesla and SpaceX. <laughs> uh, this this is a big this is a big deal, folks. This is our new this is our new headline story for this week. Okay, uh, 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 the, uh, the the drugs include LSD, cocaine, ecstasy, mushrooms, and ketamine. This man out here going hard. <laughs> Uh, also, 
Um, uh, it's been this this report goes deep into a lot of stuff. I'm not going to try to cover all of it, but I want to cover a few of the parts I thought were most interesting. Okay. Um, uh, 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 these this often takes place at private parties around the world where people are forced to sign non-disclosure agreements or give up their phones to enter. Hmm. Um, uh, uh, it's normal. Um, very chill. Uh, and, uh, Elon Musk has been getting, already been in a, a little bit of trouble, uh, for, um, you know, like when he smoked weed on Joe Rogan's podcast, that jeopardized SpaceX completely. Uh, and oh, apparently yeah. increasing number, because that's a federal contract. Uh, increasing numbers of people that used to support him are worried about his volatile drug using behavior. Um, and uh, some people, some of the people that have stepped away from him in recent years have done so because he is constantly abusing drugs, according to this <laughs> report that is, again, in the Wall Street Journal. So not exactly like the liberal, the liberal rag Try, you know, yeah, this isn't to, hey. this isn't the New York crimes or anything. <laughs> like, you know, it's not like I'm out here being like, uh, you know, uh, 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 this isn't coming uh, from Jacobin. Yeah, Jacobin said uh, Elon Musk is on drugs. It's like, no, 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 no. Wall Street Journal <laughs> said Elon Musk is abusing drugs constantly, and it's worrying everyone around him. Uh, uh, uh. I want to just also, um, uh, in particular, I want to quote this one part of the article. All right. Uh, which is, uh, 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 Elon Musk um, uh, apparently uh, gave this, I haven't seen it, but he um, he gave some kind of presentation for SpaceX where he seemed really fucked up. Ooh. Um, and, uh, it was, uh, it was quoted afterwards, uh, uh, some of the SpaceX executives said after, you know, they were worried that he had been on drugs cause he was slurring his speech and stuff. Uh, somebody else ultimately took over the, uh, and I don't know if this is something you can watch. I think this was a private, mm, okay. um, but, uh, yeah, uh, and uh, someone described the event as, quote-unquote, nonsensical, unhinged, <laughs> and cringeworthy. Is that a review of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> if it is, whoever wrote that can go, fuck themselves, but it's pretty accurate. Um, <laughs> well... I appreciate you bringing that late addition to our main story of the week. Um, I do, like I said, I have a bit of good news that we can end on. This is just like kind of a fun story. Um, so I think I heard about this uh, the whenever the story first came out last year. Um, there was a, com a comedian who was also uh, a journalist. His name is Jad Slime Slyman, Sleeman, something like that. Um, he lived in Philadelphia, and he was on their NPR member station, WHYY. Um, and last year, he was fired from his job for his stand-up comedy. Um, he had lots of jokes that were, like, kind of edgy. You know, he's talking about, like, 9-11 and, and Israel and shit. He is a... Um, 
he is a, uh, I believe he's Arab or something. He might be Palestinian. I don't know. But yeah, so he had these jokes that were like, you know, not like bigoted, but like definitely touching on some like pretty, you know, inflammatory subjects or whatever. Um, he also had one joke that was about how his his job was so liberal that it ended up going all the way back around to being even more racist again. Like he was like that people were like so concerned about being accepting of him as a, not a person of color that they ended up being racist anyways. And it didn't say that's the joke that got him fired, (laughs) but I have a feeling that it was probably a big contributing factor. Um, So because uh, he was in, uh, you know, he he was in a union, uh, they were able to get an arbitrator. And, like, that's like a third party that, like, reviews the process. He he fought back against his being fired. And so this week, this week, uh, they reached a resolution and he was ordered to be reinstated at his job because the arbitrator, the arbitrator said his jokes were quote simply funny and <laughs> the arbitrator watched this comedy was like this dude's funny why did you fire him bring him back <laughs> let him cook let him cook, let him cook. <laughs> court, court ordered court ordered ability to cook I just think that's like they tried to fire this dude because his jokes were too spicy and the person that they brought in to moderate was like, I mean, they're spicy, but he's good at it. So like he's pretty, I laughed. Did you not laugh? Was it the thing about him saying his boss was so woke she's racist? You probably didn't like that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. Congratulations on getting your job back. They also asked him, they were like, is it going to be weird going back to the office? And he was like, yeah, for them. (laughs) <laughs> oh shit's fucking sick um yeah so that was the first week of the last year of our lives wow wow we did it <laughs> hey get out there vote vote blue no matter who i'm wearing a blue shirt today vote for me kennedy deanna <laughs> thank you for joining me uh, listeners, thank you for joining us. Anybody got anything to shout out or plug at the end? You guys got anything? No, no. <laughs> Just leave me be. Okay. Um, happy belated birthday to Kennedy. Happy belated January 6th to all of you. Uh, you know, sign up to the Patreon. Uh, send us emails. Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. But the the one thing I will say, more more important than anything else that we've discussed today, is this. Tune in again next week for more bad news.